Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hey guys, it's your girl Candice, and I'm super excited to welcome you to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. In this season, I want to share the methods that I've been using over the past few years on my financial freedom journey. I wasn't always great with money or credit for that matter. I grew up in a don't get no credit cards because I said so household. I'm the product of a single parent household in New York City. So to say I know how to hustle is an understatement. Since I was a little kid, it was always instilled in me that we need to get the bag and we need to get it by any means. Now, obviously, I stayed out of trouble. I went to Catholic school. I did the right thing. I didn't cut school or anything like that, but I did like money and I did want to work. And even though my mom said, you know, I had to wait until I was 14 and it had to be summertime, that year that I turned 14, I had my working papers ready. I'm probably aging myself a little bit here by saying working papers, but we're going to go with it. If you remember working papers, you're all right with me. But for those who don't know what it is, basically, I had to bring a piece of paper to my mom to sign to say that she gave me permission to work. So I ran home that day with that paperwork. I went and took my photos and got my ID right because I was super ready to start working and make my own money. I watched my mom hustle. She worked two jobs most of the time, and she always seemed like she had it together. So I knew that I wanted to follow that same path. So once I started working for Summer Youth, I think about three weeks in, we end up getting the first check and it's about $200. So I'm 14 with $200 and no bills. I went and cashed that check and I lived my best life. I went and got me some shoes, a t-shirt, a pair of jeans. Then I went and gave my mom like $40. Like here, mom, I want to help out with the groceries. I was lit. I was showing off. It was a great time to be alive. And I just really, really enjoyed it. So I went on to work summer youth, I think maybe two more years. And then I was old enough to get a job like at a retail store. So I started working at New York and Company, which was previously called Learners. But when I started working at it, when I started working there, it was called New York and Company. And not only did, you know, I get some experience in the actual workforce, but I was making money and I was buying clothes. They had some cute stuff sometimes. Um, So I was buying clothes and it was just really, really a really good experience for me to just know that I was going to get a check every two weeks. And my mom, you know, let me pay my cell phone bill. She was like, hey, you know, you're making some money. Here's what it looks like to have to be responsible for something, right? So I'm 16, 17, paying my cell phone bill and, you know, just doing great in life. So naturally, when I decided to go off to college, it was no question that I was going to get a job. My mom made me promise that I wouldn't get a job my freshman year and that I would focus on my studies. And I was cool with that. 
I wanted the party anyway, get to know the campus and everything like that. And we'll go into my real college story and deep into that later on in this season. But I really wanted to enjoy my freshman year. And I did. Big up Virginia Union in Richmond, Virginia. Best years of my life. It was absolutely the greatest time. But it was also the brokest time. So let's be clear. This is where I learned, you know, that now that you have some bills that you're responsible for, um, a $200 check ain't going to cut it for one. And for two, you really need to be responsible with your money. And I wasn't right. I made mistakes. And that's why I'm here today to hopefully help you guys not make as many mistakes and, and give you some pointers and some tips on how to really reel yourself in after you have made those mistakes. So I get to Virginia Union. I'm a freshman. I'm not working. But my sophomore year after that summer, I came back home to New York City. I worked at New York and Company again, got me another gig, made sure I was making money while I was home. And then I came back down to school in August and there was an opportunity for us to work at an amusement park. I'll have to tell y'all that story one day. It was absolutely the worst job of my life. It was the first time I ever got stung by a bee. So I'm going to share all of that with you guys at some point. But the point of this particular story is that I started to work and we were making like decent money to be, you know, to not really have any bills, bills. I hadn't moved out yet. So I didn't have my own place. I wasn't paying rent. I was just like, you know, paying my cell phone bill and my mom was sending me money every month for that anyway. So I didn't have many expenses, but I was making a nice little amount of money. So, and for those of you who who went to college, you know that those refund checks come through and while you should put them towards your loans, you don't, you end up going to the mall and blowing a bag and, and partying that weekend. So all of that combined led up to me working and really thinking about what I was going to do with my money, right? I wanted a vehicle because I wanted to be able to get around on my own. I was literally legit taking Ubers to and from work. I mean, I was taking cabs, but for this generation, I'm just going to call them Ubers. And I was spending half my paycheck on cabs. So I wanted a vehicle. I wanted to move out on my own. I had all these goals and aspirations and no idea how to get there. So I worked that job for however long I work it. I don't know. I think it was maybe like a a few months or whatever, make a little money, but definitely not enough to move out. So the next job that I got was at Best Buy. And this is where I started to make enough money where I felt like I could move out. And so not, not only was I making more money, but the credit card offers started coming in. So I ignored them and ignored them and ignored them, right? You don't get any credit card offers until you have a permanent address. So let's be clear on that. My mom was absolutely ripping up any credit card offers that came through in the mail. But when I got my own address and changed my permanent address to Virginia, those offers started showing up in my mailbox. And because my mother pressed it so hard not to get credit cards, I didn't. And she never explained why. She just said, don't do it. So I'm a mama's girl all day. You guys will definitely hear more about my mom down the line as I as the story unfolds. But I listened to her and I didn't get them. So I kept getting these bank offers, like banks kept giving me um, pre-approvals and all of these different things. And you're pre-approved for this much and that much. And I would just trash them. Literally didn't even open them. I just trashed them. And then one day an offer came for an Old Navy Gap and Banana Republic card. 
If you guys are familiar with this credit card, you know that you could shop at any of those stores. And I think there's even one more store you could shop at with that credit card. But those are the three that I remember. So at the time, I was a huge Gap fan. Like I loved Gap clothes. They fit me great. In my mind, they were affordable because my mom had a Gap credit card. So every time she took me shopping, it seemed like, oh, no big deal. So they gave me a whopping $300 credit limit. And I went to the Gap and Banana Republic and Old Navy all that weekend. Got a few things. I didn't, you know, max it out or anything. But the next week I went back and by that time, yeah, we had maxed out the card. So we were probably at about a $275 balance, which is mistake number one, right? We don't max out credit cards. We'll get into that later as well. But now I had a $25 minimum payment. And I'm just going to be honest and transparent with you guys. It just was not a priority. Like I had light bills that were due. I was paying rent. I had a car note now and I just kept putting it on the back burner. Like, yep, I'll pay it with my next check or I'll pay it with my next check. And I just kept saying that until I went 30 days delinquent, 60 days delinquent. And eventually that credit card charged off. Worst thing that could happen to your credit report. Not the worst, but a really bad thing that could happen to your credit report. So now I'm 20 something years old with a charged off credit card, no other positive credit history in my background, except for the fact that I had a vehicle, but you know, paid that late once or twice. So that wasn't necessarily positive credit history. And I found myself just feeling really helpless when, you know, I went out and tried to get an apartment on my own and got declined. And I went out and I tried to get a certain vehicle and the interest rate was out of this world. I just knew that something had to change. So that $25 payment that I could have made on time, because I had $25, cost me apartments, I wanted a little high rise, some fly shit overlooking the city, close to the bars. I was young. I was in my 20s. I wanted to live, you know, in the city city, whatever that means in Richmond, Virginia. But I wanted to live in the city. Right. It cost me cars that I wanted. Right. I ended up getting me a a Galant and I love that car. Don't get me wrong, but that's not what I went to the lot for. Okay. I went to the lot for something a little nicer. I got in it and drove it. And they told me the car note and the interest rate. And I said, no, thank you. Show me something in this range. (laughs) And that's how I ended up with my Galant. And while I love that car, it just wasn't what I was there for. So it cost me so much that I knew I had to make a change in my finances. Right. And I knew I had to start with my credit. So I began to do my research and sort of try to understand where I went wrong and how I could correct it. And coincidentally, I was working at a financial institution in the collections department where I learned everything there is to know about charged off credit cards, about um, uh, just paying on time and and what collections looks like and what, what that does to your credit, et cetera, et cetera. So God was aligning everything for me to just sort of understand what was really going on in my life financially. And that's where it started. That's really where it started in my 20s, wanting that nice apartment and that nice vehicle, wanting to live on my own terms and be able to buy what I want when I want it. 
that's where the money mindset queen was born. Okay. So you think I would have learned from, you know, all of those mistakes I made, but I went on to make even more mistakes. So I want to share those mistakes with you guys so that you don't make the same mistakes and so that you guys can be successful earlier than I have, you know, way earlier than I had to um, wait to be successful. So my money mindset queens, this is what this podcast is all about. Okay. Forgiving yourself for your financial mistakes. It's very difficult to overcome financial mistakes or mistakes in general. If you don't know how to forgive yourself and move on, we could dwell on the fact that 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 car charged off all those years ago, or we can start putting in the work to improve our financial situation, right? Starting or continuing your financial journey. If that's where you are, if you're just getting started, this podcast is for you. If you're way deep into your financial freedom journey, this podcast is for you, okay? And if you're willing to put in the work, I want you to believe and know and understand that you can have it all. So during our time together, I'm going to share my ups, my downs, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want to teach as much as I want to learn. So if you're a purpose-driven, motivated woman working towards building wealth, this podcast is for you. So my only real question is, are you ready to take this journey with me? Until next time. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.